Hey everybody, this is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide. Today we have some simple instructions on living victoriously. Hey Adam, living victoriously in every area of life God's way. And I am not a public speaker and I'm not a professional speaker. I'm just simply here telling you what God did in my life. That's what he's called me to do because um, it's actually would feel seem like miraculous, but it's been such a blessing and I'm here to just tell you the same things that he, it's written in the word and the same things he's told me. And the bottom line is just what's on the board. Keep God's word and obey God's voice. A lot of times, even myself included for so many years, it was just so in the past difficult to understand what God was saying to me, what he wanted me to do, why I was doing things, etc. And then Everybody knows the story. In 2012, I just said, I've had enough. I want to know if this God that I have accepted is real, and I want to know the details. Okay, so we all know the story. He said, I didn't know his voice, blah, 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 blah. So he told me to get in the Word. So today's example is going to be comparing what a family is like. And so a lot of times people hear the word obedience, and they do not have good vibes with that. So it's not about vibes or not. I didn't care what he wanted me to do. I was just going to do it, right? But fortunately for me, and I know I'm rare, and I, I own that, I have, I have a, I had a really good upbringing. Um, I had two parents that made a decision before God that they were going to do the best they can at raising the family and living under God and teaching children how to live on their own when they grow up. The, the biggest thing I remember, the number one thing I remember from growing up is obedience, honestly. And it wasn't about if you obey, I'm going to give you something. That would be performance. That would be being obedient for a reward. Obedience automatically, automatically kept me tied into the kingdom. So if... So let's keep it as a family. So my parents, let's just say it was me and my parent, my parents, but we, I have a, two siblings. But anyway, let's just keep it at that. Let's just say we obey because they told us to obey. But it wasn't like be obedient and I'll give you a cookie. It was be obedient because you live in this household. Now, there were other things that I needed incentivized. I need to be incentivized for. That's a different topic. That's not what we're talking about. In order to keep the roof over my head, keep food on the table. For me to get to eat as a little girl, it's not get to, it's just that was the standards of my home. But they weren't abusive. They were standards. They were boundaries. The thing about it is they kept the boundaries. By my parents keeping the boundaries, and they were very fair. Don't sass your mother. Be obedient. Do what I tell you to do. Like if it's chore day on Saturday, which means like just wash the walls or clean the toilet. We all, it was, they were teaching us responsibility. The thing is, we knew early on that that was part of the kingdom. That was part of the head of the household's plan. And we benefited from that because we had great Christmases. We were a fun family. We got to play outside all the time. We got special treats. But it wasn't because of our obedience. It's just that's what came with it. It's the same with God. He has given us all free will. And in order for us to participate in the blessing of God, which he gave us in Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28, where we have dominion over 
the things of the earth, not people, but we can control our circumstances in the name of Jesus and live victoriously. The only reason, only way that can be is as we are obedient to what he says to do. And back in the Old Testament, in Ezekiel 36 and Deuteronomy 5, 29, it talks about how God was yearning for his children to just obey because of their disobedience and their not following what, it's, what God gave the instructions. Then they were always failing. And this book is my very favorite book besides the Bible. It's called Walk with God from Sister Gloria Copeland. It basically is the Bible in totality, actually. But it's talking about all throughout history, all throughout the scripture. The Lord is saying, obey my voice and I will be a God to you. What that means is he's got done everything. And now in the New Testament with Jesus, we can have it all the way he wants it to and the way he has the best plan for us. So we obey his voice. We keep his word and obey his voice. Keeping his word means spend time in the word of God. We are all kidding ourselves. If we think that we are going to live victoriously in this earth, in this day and time, if, we don't, if we're not in the word of God, it's not about how fast we read or how much we read. It's about getting to know our father and the family operations. We have a friend that says the family business, but I, I like it's the operations of the kingdom. And it's always beneficial. It always is a blessing. If I were, if I was disobedient at home growing up, there were consequences. And the reason why it was going to hurt me if I didn't obey. It's not about, oh, be obedient because I'm the dictator and I'm in charge. That is, that's dictatorship. That's control. That's manipulation. That's abuse. That's the liar. He is pressure. He is cracking a whip. God gives us free will. And he also tells us in the word that what to do in order to experience the goodness of God. We have God's spirit dwelling in us to teach us to walk in his ways and give us individual guidance. If we're not hearing that voice, if we're not hearing the guidance, it is not God's fault. And for so long, I didn't understand that. It is our fault. The Bible is not just a manuscript. It's not just the constitution. It's not a manual. It is the mirror. It, it mirrors when we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we read the word with the heart of God and the Holy Spirit, it's telling us about us. It's telling us about Jesus and Jesus is all about us. And it's about the family and it's about being obedient. And if obedience is bondage, then your heart isn't right. Because obedience is like, thank God there's a plan. Thank God that he gave us um, a blueprint. Just like my family growing up, thank God my parents made some boundaries. And those boundaries taught me how to have self-control in so many areas. Taught me how to how things operate, how to tithe. I remember tithing at seventh grade. And I haven't stopped. And it's not a, it's not a coincidence that I don't have financial problems because the tie connects us to the blessing. It's obedience. To me, it's not an option. What should I do? What should I not do? What does it say in the word of God? What is the spirit of God? Now, sometimes we see something in the word and we don't, it's not connecting with us and we don't understand it. 
So that doesn't mean throw it out. That means read more of it. So if there's a translation like Romans 13, 8, owe no man anything but love, stay out of debt in other translations. It's not condemnation. It's saying this is part of the plan. This is part of God's word. And when we obey that, there's a reason. There's a reason. It prevents the curse from coming on us. It prevents outside forces from affecting us. Obedience is a blessing. It's not bondage. It's bondage if our heart isn't right and we don't understand. But if we don't understand, we don't just throw it out. We get more in the word and study it more. Yes. So, so we have no excuse for not fulfilling God's will because he's giving us all the keys. Not one person personally helped me. I'm only saying that not to think about me, but to let you know, it doesn't matter if you're in prison. It doesn't matter if you're in bondage to sickness, disease, anxiety, depression, schizophrenia. Your spirit is hearing this if you are hearing it. And your spirit can be free if you accept that and accept Jesus in your heart and accept the word of God and have someone read the word of God to you from the Old Testament. Just read it. Your spirit, we're created in the image and likeness of God and our spirit lines up with the spirit of God and it changes. The only reason how I'm here is not because God picked me out of anybody else. He picked us all. I answered the call at seven, had much of a detour until 42. And then at 42, I was trying to get in the word of my whole life. But at 42, I said, that's enough. I'm going to figure, I'm going to find out what my part is. And that's what's so exciting. My part is keep his word and obey his voice. And then by doing that, continues to give more revelation. But the good news about it, just like with my parents growing up, if I wasn't obedient at tying my shoes or putting my clothes up after I wore them for school or brushing my teeth at night before bed, do you think they were going to be able to give me more um, responsibilities or let me get my um, driver's permit at 15 if I wasn't putting my clothes up or brushing my teeth or obeying them? No, because it would hurt me. It would hurt me to be driving a vehicle if I'm not obedient in the little things. It's the same thing with God. He's protecting us. So if we feel like, oh, wow, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not. Well, look inside. For so long, I was like, why isn't God giving me my husband? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with him? What is wrong? Yes, it, se it seems impossible. Until we decide to, I'm just going to obey what he says. And by doing that, God opened my heart and showed me, Lisa, you really don't want a husband. Why are you saying that? Maybe down the road, but right now you thrive. I thrive on being available at his beck and call 24-7. I want to do what he wants me to do every minute. That's what makes me the most happy. I don't mind what anybody else does. I'm all for marriage. I think most people, 99% need to be married. But I was believing for something from the liar, and the Lord knew what I really wanted. And that's why he protected me, because he loved me like my parents. I might have wanted something, but if they didn't give it to me, it's not because they don't love me. It's because they know what's best for us. I don't want anything that God doesn't want for me. So in order to understand what God wants, 
We need to line it up, and we line it up, the same desires, by keeping his word and obeying his voice. So lastly, the solution of how to do this is what? I, I know it says keep his word, obey his voice, but really, if we're not reading the word of God every day, we don't know his voice, then that is not going to make sense. So, it's very simple. Number one, it's not even rocket science. Don't try to think anything to it. This is the answer. One, two, three. Ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Say, I cannot do this anymore on my own. I cannot. I don't care about church. I don't care about anything else. Just come into my heart. Show me what to do. Number one. Number two, find a Bible. In this day and time, in the United States, there's no excuse. And it doesn't matter if we don't, quote, understand it yet. I never understood it either. The reason why I didn't understand it, because I didn't delve in deep enough and long enough to allow my spirit and mind to change my mind. And that is the same for everything. The easiest example would be weight training. Um, the best I can tell, I never saw immediate results with weight training. It actually took 90 days to us noticed any bit of outward change. There's other benefits, but my point is really to understand that things were changing. So for people to think, oh, I'm reading the Bible and nothing's happening. Well, most of the time it's the heart isn't right. But if that's right, then it's not about reading the Bible to get. It's about really having a father and having a family because the majority of people in the world today have not been in a uh, home that the Lord created, that the Lord, that the way the Lord wants families to be. It's no condemnation and it's not knocking. It's the facts. So I'm telling you that it doesn't matter if you didn't grow up in a good family. The word of God is your father. He's our, my father, actually. If you read the mirror translation, you'll have an understanding that we are God's idea. We are not the idea of our parents, our biological parents. That is just the passport, and I'm not being disrespectful. Our parents are the passport that God chose to send us into this earth. We are God's dream come true. When we, when we get, transition over into the next location, there are no grandparents and parents. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. We are all God's children. So stop making excuses. Oh, I don't have a good family. I don't have a father. I don't have a mother. I don't know who they are. I'm an orphan. Great. You know what? If you're an orphan, I believe you have a better chance of all this because you don't have junk and drama. You have your own stuff that you went through, but stop making excuses. I'm here to tell you from the word of God, the anointing of God, he has a plan. He has a plan for you, me, and everybody. As long as we stop looking around, stop comparing ourselves. I compared myself to every female I knew, my age, all throughout college, after college, why am I not married? Why am I not having kids? What is the problem with me? Do you know what that did? It stopped any type of growth. It stopped any type of hearing from God. And that was Satan's distraction. So we can acknowledge what's going on. But as we think of those thoughts, we stop it, capture it and say, uh -uh, I'm not having it. Greater is he was in me than he was in the world. So this is your day. This is good news. And it's a decision. Say, okay, let show me, Lord. Get your Bible, read your Bible, and read it every day, and you will hear from him. Okay, we'll see you on Monday with God's Way of Success with my dad, Roy King. 
I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great weekend.